Hey everyone, this is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart Coach, welcoming you to the podcast that helps entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. My mission is to free you from the struggle of how to bridge faith and business as a God-centered entrepreneur and to equip you to pursue success God's way. When that happens, we experience the joy of building a fruitful business that honors Him and serves His people. So let's get started. So excited to be back with you guys this week. And I want to welcome those of you who maybe are listening to this on the podcast, the Hustle with Heart podcast, or maybe watching this on YouTube. Um, There's so many different ways to get yourself into this content. And uh, this week's topic is a really good one. I know I say that every week, but honestly, the topics that I think about are Holy Spirit driven. And they very often have to do with what I'm going through, what I've just gone through, or where we are as entrepreneurs in the month. Because many of us, as God-centered entrepreneurs, work a business that is um, built into a calendar month or quarter or year. Some of us are in sales. Some of us are in all kinds of different things. And by the way, I just want to say, no matter what your business is, you are in sales. Anytime you've gone on an interview, anytime that you've tried to negotiate with um, a car dealership uh, at a yard sale, whatever, you are in sales. So don't let sales be a dirty word to you. Okay, so please let me apologize for my voice. I've had a cold all week, but finally we're feeling better. Coming to you tonight from Galatians on the topic of keep your eyes on your own paper and finish your work. (laughs) When I started to read in Galatians chapter six today, as this idea came about, um, whenever time you're listening to this, this is being recorded as we're beginning to close in on the end of a month. And so for many of us who are in businesses where we have monthly goals, this can be a really trying time. It can be very exciting. It can also be um, lots of energy and um, you know, lots of fullness in our calendars, let's say fullness instead of chaos. And this can be a time when we're doing our work, but we're starting to look left and right. And we kind of get in this comparison thing. And I want to give you permission, if it is the end of your month, to not follow everything that's happening on social media. You know, it's hard to not follow it right? Because we want to be shouting from the rooftops what God is doing in our businesses. And hopefully we are boasting of him and not ourselves. But I want to give you permission to not read everything that's going on. Because what I find happened for me at the month end is if I were not tracking to the goal that I wanted, or maybe I was, but I was sort of feeling like not everybody on my team was working, I would get really discouraged looking at social media. So you guys, I want to remind you of a few things as we talk about social media, but here's the deal. Um, There's so many lessons in Galatians and anytime that I bring you scripture, I really, really want you to take the time to read the verses before and after. And if you have a Bible like mine, I have the Charles Stanley life principles Bible Um, at the beginning of a book, it gives me this great 
um, historical overview. So it helps me to understand what's going on in the world, whether it's in the Old Testament or the New Testament, a little bit about the author. Really, really encourage you to do that. If reading the Bible is not something that you feel like you've been able to wrap your head around, um, I'd so encourage you to pick the book of Matthew or pick of John or uh, maybe Philippians, like pick something that's a little more simple to read to start and read the history and the sort of the biography, if you will, the chapter of the book so that you get a sense of it. So anyway, um, but I'm just going to dig right into the, to the scripture. I also want to say it is always my intention to present scripture as it was meant to be presented. So that's why you often hear me refer to Dr. Charles Stanley or other T.D. Jakes or other sermon or other pastors and other references, because I want to make sure that as I'm presenting scripture to you, it's truly in the context in which it's meant to be. All right. So here we are in Galatians chapter six, and um, I want to start with verse four. So tonight I'm going to give you five action items or, or five points to our conversation tonight about keeping our eyes on our own paper and making sure we finish our work. All right. Number one, keeping your eyes on your own paper. We have got to learn as God-centered entrepreneurs that every single one of us needs to focus on Christ first. Him being at the center of our businesses, him being our single focus, focus on one course until successful, focus on Christ um, until he says not to, um, until he redirects you. Because here's the deal. Each one of us, as it says in Galatians 6, 4, let each one examine his own work and then he will have rejoicing in himself alone and not another. So we've got to pay attention to our own work. We've got to pay attention to our own journeys. You guys, the word tells us that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, that God knows the hair, hairs on our heads individually. He did not make us to be looking side to side and wondering, why are they having more success? Why are they on the stage? Why is their team growing? Why is their business growing? No, no. He gave us each an individual journey and he gave us each individual gifts. As Dr. Charles Stanley says, Refuse to fall into the trap of comparing yourself to other people, competing with them to see who is the better Christian. And I'm going to add to this, who is a better Christian entrepreneur? We are all dependent on God's grace for every good thing in our lives, including our own growth. And that is James 1, 17 for the reference. So measure your progress according to the Lord's standards and make sure that you're walking in accordance with his will. Because then instead of undermining others through jealousy, and you guys, you don't have to be actively like trying to sabotage, but I promise you the way that you are interacting with people can make them feel that way. Don't purposely walk around with that kind of heaviness. Reach out in compassion and minister to them. Cheer them on. Lift them up. This is what we are called to do, okay? So that's keeping your eyes on your own paper. I also want to encourage you with Ephesians 2.10, which says, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And Dr. Stanley says, no one understands us better than God. 
He knows us more profoundly than we can even know ourselves. He knows what we are created to be and all the great things that he could accomplish through us if we were to surrender. He's already laid out the path. So looking side to side in comparison, even though we may say, I don't want to look side to side in comparison, but I keep watching social media and I can't help it. That's why I want to give you permission if you're at the end of your month to not look at social media that much. Because if you're starting to feel like comparison, fine, post something beautifully congratulatory to that person and get in the word. Journal about it. God already knows what's going on in your heart, your mind, right? Okay. Number two, each have individual journeys. So Galatians 6, 5 says, for each one shall bear his own load. Your journey is your journey. And going back to Ephesians 2, 10, God has already worked out what that is. What you want may be different than this other person, or maybe God is calling you to something different, but you're still struggling to surrender. But I want what they have. Each of us has our own journey. And if you are a leader, if you have a team in your business or employees in your business, you have got to put aside judgment because each of them has a journey. So a lot of times we hear as entrepreneurs, love people where they are, but we're really not loving them where they are. We're saying that we are, but we're saying, oh, they just don't want it bad enough. Oh, they're making excuses. You guys, we have got to stop doing that because ultimately his timing is perfect and we have to love people where they are. And that is reflecting Jesus in our businesses. So if you're ever feeling, and listen, I'm raising my hand, where you're looking at people on your team or in your organization and you're like, they're just making excuses. You know, it must be nice that they like say that they want to build a business, but they don't. Don't do that. Stop judging. And by the way, stop judging yourself for where you are in your business. Accept where you are and know that his timing is perfect because each of us has our own journey and each one of us shall bear our own load. Number three, what we sow is what we reap. And this is what it says in Galatians 6, 8. <clears throat> Do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever a man sows that he will also reap. That was seven. For he who sows to his flesh will of his flesh reap corruption, but he who sows of the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. So what is the point here? What you're sowing is what you will reap. So if you're sowing judgment, if you're sowing comparison or jealousy, you're going to continue to reap that. The question is, are you sowing competition or are you sowing love or are you sowing service? What example are we showing up and giving to the world as God-centered entrepreneurs. We need to be reflecting Jesus. We are a city on a hill set apart to reflect his life and his light. So what are we sowing? Because whatever we're going to sow, we're going to reap. And speaking of sowing, number four is keep going. So keep doing your work until you finish it. Don't grow weary. Galatians 6, 9 says, let us not grow weary while doing good for in due season, we shall reap if we do not lose heart. So we have to keep going. We have to keep moving in this journey that God has given us in this vehicle of our business that God has given us. Because you guys, guess what? 
We talk about this all the time through Hustle with Heart. When you are pursuing success God's way, your business is a tool. It is a vehicle for you to reach people, to bring them to Christ by witnessing to them, by sharing your testimony. Do you have to be out on the corner, like waving the Jesus flag and hunting people down to like, you got to learn? No, but how you're showing up in your peace, in your loving kindness, in your graciousness, in the gifts that he's given you. And sometimes we grow weary because we think this is not moving. I'm not promoting. I'm not making as much as I want to make. You guys, those are outward symbols. Those are worldly symbols and definitions of success. But what if you helped one person, one who discovered a relationship with Christ? That's what your tool and the vehicle of your business is really for. And you can reap much fruit when you are abiding in him and obedient to him and not growing weary in the work that he's called you to do. Number five, give glory where glory is due. So um, this is Galatians 6, 14, and it says, but God forbid that I should boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. Dr. Stanley says, when we take our eyes off the cross, we get into trouble, right? Who doesn't know that? Because we place our confidence in things that do not endure, things that are temporal, things that are not eternal, things of the world. However, when we keep our focus on all that Christ has done for us, all that he's delivered us from, all of the things that he's called us to do in the vehicle of our business, he shows us his glory. As he says in John 12, 32, if I am lifted up from the earth. I will draw all peoples to myself. That's the eternal gift of what we're doing through the vehicle of our life and our business. So it's not about boasting of us. It's not about having confidence in the things of the world because you guys listen, I know you want to set goals and I know you have godly intent for the impact of those goals. And I want you to understand that the things and the titles and the stuff that we reach for are temporal. It can go away at any time. And that's why we cannot put our identity in our business. We have to put our identity in Christ. That's why we're not boasting of ourselves. We're boasting of him. And by the way, I really want to challenge you that if you reach those goals and you get on that stage, whatever that stage may be for you, I want to challenge you to be bold and give him the glory. I'm going to give a shout out to Linda Gould because I was watching the Arbonne Global Training Conference when she got to walk the stage as a regional vice president. She stepped up on that stage and she looked up and pointed her finger. She gave glory to the Lord. She gave glory to her creator who created her with special gifts and gave her the vehicle of her wellness business to impact the world. She's not wrapping up her identity in it, but she had the opportunity on that stage to publicly in front of 17,000 people, give him glory. So I want to challenge all of us when we get on that stage, thank our families, thank our teams, give all glory to the Lord. Because when we proclaim him and proclaim his work and what we, and what has happened, people are going to look at us differently. 
Um, there will be some who persecute us. There will be some who think you're just a crazy Jesus freak, but there will be others who are like, that was part of her journey. I want to know about this God. I, I want a relationship with God like that because I don't have that relationship right now. And you guys, that is the entire purpose. So let me close up with a couple of calls to action for you. Number one, please comment below and let me know how this resonates with you. Um, I, I am planning this week to start making this group so much more interactive because you guys are so much, we can support each other and learn from each other. And I am your ally as the hustle with heart coach, your ally along this journey of pursuing success, God's way to be able to keep you centered with God in the middle of all that you're doing and keep him first. Number two, I'd love for you to get over to my website. If you have not subscribed, please do. There's a free gift for you from my coaching program. Um, you're going to keep up to date on all my blog, my podcasts, etc. So get on over to AaronHarrigan.com to do that. And then lastly, if you know of any organizations that really could benefit from learning about how to hustle with heart, pursuing success, God's way, um, et cetera. I am looking for the opportunity to share this message on a broader scale. There's um, some big, exciting things that are coming, um, including a book that is coming that will be published in February. Um, but I'd love to connect with anyone that is looking for speakers for their organization. I am your ally. I am your ally here to help you in pursuing success God's way. My mission is to free women entrepreneurs from the struggle of how to bridge faith and business and to equip them to pursue success God's way. Because when they do that, when they are abiding in him as the vine, they will produce much fruit and they will have joy and peace in being an entrepreneur vastly differently than the world would look like. So thank you for tuning in and I look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Have a great week, everybody. See ya. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the hustle with heart podcast, helping entrepreneurs align results to God's truth. If you'd like to book me as a speaker for your organization, or you're looking for a coach to help you pursue success God's way, visit AaronHarrigan.com or connect with me on Facebook as the hustle with heart coach. Follow me on Instagram as Aaron Harrigan Entrepreneur and help us spread the word of Hustle with Heart by subscribing to this podcast, leaving us a review, and sharing it with others.